Hello and welcome to Set Apart, a podcast that is designed to encourage you to take on the sphere of influence you're called to courageously with God. I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow. We are called to live a life set apart with God. We have access to heaven's blueprints and designs. My hope is that this podcast helps you dive into the character and heart of Jesus so that you can live the abundant life set apart with God in everything you do. Hello, hello, and welcome to this mini episode, which I like to call mini-sode, okay, just to make it a little bit easier, on the power of our yes. Yes is such a powerful word. When we commit to our yes, we're to follow through. It even says in the book of James that those who say yes and then change their mind and say no are double-minded, which I personally experienced that. I don't know if you have, but I know that I have in I didn't realize how much it would grieve people's hearts for me to say yes to something and then turn around and say, actually, I can't because I overbooked because I was saying yes all the time. But the secret ingredient to saying yes, if you ask me, is also being able to say no. There's so much more power in a yes when there's other no's that have allowed us to pour all of our attention into the yes. This is what I love. I was talking to one of my friends, Elizabeth, she's over International Young Prophets, and we were talking about how in this season, Lance and I have been saying no, no, no to so many things, and so many things that we love, but we've asked the Lord, we've prayed about it, and even when we don't have understanding or an explanation, if we hear no, we follow our gut and we say no. And then another opportunity will come that's a yes opportunity that we couldn't have said yes to if we would have said yes to all the other things that were coming. But there's good yeses and there's God yeses. And I do believe the Lord blesses both, but there's really a lot of power in being able to say yes and give it your all. So rewind. Okay, so back in the day, when I was saying yes to everything, I could do it all. I was doing it. I mean, I was busy though. I was going, going, going from the moment my feet hit the floor, going to bed super late, just saying yes, saying yes. And then I'd have to move one meeting back because one ran late because I was fitting everything into my day. And even by the way I'm talking, it was like, it was just overwhelming, overwhelming, so much going on. And finally I had somebody sit down and talk to me about it and I didn't realize how much it really affected her in a negative way that my yes wasn't as big as she was expecting or hoping. And it made me realize, oh my goodness, I've been double-minded because I've had to cancel on people. I've had to say no. And it really opened my eyes to take a step back and say, okay, what are my hands, what am I putting my hands to that I said yes out of obligation, which you should never say yes out of obligation, um, because I just felt bad and I didn't have the courage to say no, because saying no is just as celebratory as saying yes in my life now because I recognize the value of it. And What can I do moving forward to create a life and relationships and value to other people's lives where my yes is a yes and amen and I'm all there for them and my no is just saying, listen, thank you so much for asking me to be a part of this. Thank you so much for believing in me to be a part of this, but I'm going to have to say no and I don't have to give them an explanation why either. Sometimes there is an explanation and it's good to be honest when the Lord gives something to you and you know you're supposed to share it like, hey, I don't really believe in this, so I can't say yes right now and this is why. This is why I don't believe in it, X, Y, Z. 
um, and have a conversation. Seek understanding with them about, hey, this is happening. I don't really know why, so I'm hesitant to say yes. Or just say, I don't know why, but I heard no, and I'm just trusting my gut answers. It may just be a timing thing. Please don't hesitate to ask me in the future. I will always pray before I answer. And I love what um, one of my mamas in this world who I absolutely love, her name is Sharla. Her and her husband have this rule now where if anybody asks them to sign up, enroll, or if they ask them to hang out with them, or if they ask them something big, something big in nature, um, that's time consuming, whatever, that they wait 24 hours before giving an answer. And they talk to each other about it too. If it's a financial decision, they wait 24 hours. Other than that, you know, she's a lot more careful about what she says yes to. But that really stood out to me. When I can take your question and your invitation, that's a yes or no question, very seriously, it respects, it shows you that I value you to take time to sit back and say, let me get back to you. That sounds awesome. I'm super honored. Let me get back to you and see whether I feel like this is a yes or no. Get back to them within 24 hours. Let them know the time frame and get back to them in that amount of time. Don't dismiss it because people usually ask us questions because they really value it and because it's important to them. Okay, so let's talk about the power of a yes. This is why I feel like it is so important to be set apart and seeking the Lord in our yeses and nos because when we lean on him, not like a puppet, like, God, come do it for me, you know, not like the person that... (laughs) Not like the person that's like, hey, God, I just want to supernaturally learn how to play the piano. And he's like, yeah, I heard you 25 times, but you've never sat in front of the piano to actually start practicing (laughs) so that I can show you how quickly you're going to learn. I mean, you've asked me, so I'm going to give it to you. But like, are you doing it? Are you putting action to it? So I believe the power of a yes. Here are some examples that I want to share in current life. Okay, so. Michael and Larissa Miller are the pastors of Upper Room Dallas, and it's a church that I went to straight out of grad school, um, well, eight years ago, I guess, is when I was there. And I know that when they said yes at the beginning, it was to this small prayer meeting. They just had all these cool like, moments in prayer where they really felt like they're st- supposed to start this prayer group and they had all these words that were coming together to help them help reveal to them like okay we're really supposed to do this here's where we're to have the meeting here's who we're supposed to ask and everything came into alignment there's so many details to it that are amazing and in the process of meeting for a few weeks just to gather and pray with this small group of people it ends up turning into like a church service and or or several prayer meetings and then it turns into a church And even through all the difficulties, all the hard times, which are so many that I was a part of when I was on staff there, we would celebrate because we knew that God was with us and he was going to do something. But Michael and Larissa stayed faithful to their yes. And I think about the fruit of the yes. I think about the fruit of how many no's did they have to share in order for this yes to be super powerful. Just think about this with me, okay? I attend Upper Room because somebody said yes. It wouldn't exist had they not said yes. But my friend Sharla invited my my mother and I to come. And we come and we're like, these people are crazy, but we feel like we're home. And we stuck around. And my entire life transformed in the presence of God. Period. I didn't know that what was happening at this church was really possible. But since I was a little girl, I thought maybe it was. And I never really tasted and saw it until I was around this people group who chose to say yes to the Lord. 
beyond anything that made sense, beyond finances, beyond building, beyond anything in the outward area that just like makes it look impossible. They chose to say yes and they chose to lean in on the Lord. I can't even tell you how many, all of my best friends are from this church group. All of the pride that was like shoved into me in college and graduate school, I feel like came unraveled in the presence of God. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) And I put my hands to things that I would have never thought were for me, but because they said yes, it showed me what my yes would look like one day. So I became, you know, I started the, and established a children's ministry at Upper Room Dallas, which I never thought that I would ever do something like that. And it changed my life drastically. It was incredible. I mean, it was one of the greatest times of my life. I absolutely loved it. Then I became the communication director. I absolutely loved it. And then I did art full time. But here's the thing, I met my husband at Upper Room. So many of my friends met their spouse at Upper Room. So many of my friends found Jesus and the things they'd been struggling with for decades because they were in the presence of Jesus just disappeared because he's the only way for these things to disappear. He's the only way to get rid of the baggage that we've been carrying for decades that we try to get rid of on our own, but the only way to do it is through Jesus. And I say this because this is fruit of one yes. This is just one yes that I'm talking about, okay? This is why it's so important to seek the Lord and say, God, what do you have me say yes to? Because there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people all over the world now because of Michael and Larissa's yes, who are encountering the presence of the Lord on social media and on YouTube because of the videos they're posting, because of what God's doing there, because they said yes and they keep saying yes to what God wants to do over and over again. People they'll never meet Their lives are being changed because of their yes. And so I put a mirror in front of you. And I just want to say, when you look at yourself, do you have any idea the power of your yes? Do you have any idea, even in the hidden places, in the small places that you say yes, what kind of an impact it can have on this earth? I even said yes to a network marketing company and my brother's lost over 50 pounds because I invited him. I never thought my brother would partake in this. My energy went up and I said yes to something and my whole family's life is being transformed by these products and the stability of these products. And so I am blown away. I am blown away that because I said yes, it changed my brother's health and his life. It's a simple yes, and it didn't really make sense to me. I felt like I was saying yes out of obedience and seeing the fruit of what happened and transformed in my family, because that's a tiny yes to me, to be a part of this amazing network marketing company. But my whole family's life has changed. But going back to Michael and Larissa, okay, all of these people's lives are being transformed in the presence of Jesus because they leaned into him and they've done it his way and they've said yes to him and they've said no so many more times than they've ever said yes to protect the vision and to protect the beauty of what God has instilled in Upper Room Dallas, which there will be so many more Upper Rooms one day that'll have that DNA and that beautiful blueprint and so many more lives are getting ready to be transformed that don't even know the power of his presence yet, or they do and they're just crying out for community because Michael and Larissa one day in Dallas, Texas said yes to a tiny prayer group of like a handful of people that turned into something big. So what are you saying yes to? And are you saying no so that you can say yes to the other things? Even if it makes no sense, I just want to encourage you sons and daughters, in order to be set apart, we must lean into the Lord. We must choose the narrow path. We must know that the power and authority we carry is transformative on this earth. 
And it doesn't take, it took two people, a married couple who are one, saying yes to completely transform thousands of lives. I'm, I'm married to like Mr. McDreamy Dream, who loves the Lord and is set apart for his glory and is the real deal who I met at Upper Room. If they would have never said yes to Upper Room, would I have married Lance? I don't know. But I met the man of my dreams that I didn't even know was the man of my dreams at Upper Room because of their yes. And so many other people have. I mean, that changes the whole course of my family generational line. And I know this sounds so extreme, okay? But what business are you wanting to start? What yes are you saying in your family and time with your family? What what are you supposed to be pouring into your time? Like, with media, is there something, you're, are you supposed to start a podcast, are you supposed to write a book, a blog, even if nobody, maybe a handful of people saw it, but one of those five people that saw it were completely transformed by your message because it's valuable, and then they transformed like a whole country. I know this is extreme, but this is the way the kingdom of God works. I mean, these people around us, like you, me, we have so much power and so much ability with God to transform this world in every sphere of influence, which I'm so honored and so excited to get to highlight people from every sphere of influence. But we can only do it by saying yes and leaning into the Lord and making sure that the power of our yes can be so powerful because we know what to say no to. So my advice to you and to myself, seek the Lord when it comes time to say yes and no. Look in the mirror Look at yourself and realize that he made you and he created something just for you that only you could accomplish. And he might have to find a yes in somebody else, okay? He will always look for the one who's saying yes to fulfill it. But you're the one that's designed to say yes to it. So what is it? Are you in something right now that you feel stuck in that you shouldn't have said yes to? And can you go back to the person? Can you go back to whatever this thing is and and repent and say, I'm so sorry, I was not supposed to say yes to this, and this has been difficult for me, but I have to lay it down. Will you please forgive me? Knowing that they might not, hopefully they will, but knowing that that like you are going to protect the value of your yes, because we can't be double-minded Christians who say yes, and yes one day and no the next, and yes one day and no the next. That used to be me, and it's a really clouded, miserable way to live. It's only confusing, and it's not underneath the covering of God. So if you're tuning in, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've been encouraged by this mini-sode on the power of yes. And I encourage you to know with all your heart. And if you don't know it yet, first of all, I believe it wholeheartedly. Or I wouldn't be wasting my time on this incredible podcast encouraging you, okay? Like if you're tuning in, it's because you're supposed to hear the power of your yes, okay? You're amazing, You were made in the image of God. God created you for something spectacular that could change generations to come, that could change right in front of our eyes. You never know until you say yes. So what is that thing, baby boy, baby girl, that you need to say yes to? And I'm here for you, whatever it may be. Thanks for tuning in. I bless you. I believe in you. I believe that you are set apart to be the the top tier of influence in your sphere of influence because of the yes that you have in your heart for you and your family or your family to come. And I hope that you're enjoying this. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to all the amazing guests that I have coming up on Set Apart with Jamie Lynn Walnow. We have some amazing podcasts being released every Wednesday and some mini episodes sprinkled here and there. But I hope you have an amazing day and may everything you hope and dream for come to fruition through your yes in Jesus name. Bye-bye.